episode 266 on Monday the 16th of December 2013. I am your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug and welcome to the news. I seem to say that every week now, don't I? Welcome to my mug and welcome to the news. I need to get into a new... Actually, no, why bother, eh? But... Bundles, 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 bundles of joy. Um, we have many bundles. What is a bundle, I hear you say? Well, for instance, if you buy the Christmas Espresso blend and bundle it with the Christmas filter blend, you'll get some money off. So if you go into the products, it will show you these bundles and how you can kind of mix stuff together. We're going to be doing more and more and more of them. Um, one of the best ones is if you don't have a grinder, go look at the Espresso or, um, filter starter packs. Um, and you'll get a bundle with the Paulex, which gives you a better price on the on the two of them, and you get some tasty coffee and a grinder. Um, I'm very very happy with the bundles. More website developments, wish lists. We have a wish list. Now I'm going to try and show you on the screen now where the wish, like you can add things to a wish list, and then if you want to, then add them. Send your wish list to friends and family and loved ones. You can type in your email address and send it out and share it with whoever you want, so they will know that you want wonderful has-been gifts. This is on the site. It is the greatest coffee tasting notes book ever. There are 52 pages. So you can put all of your coffee notes, what you smell, what you got in the gob, your overall rate, and then you can put whether it made Steve happy, normal or sad, uh, how it made you feel. Um, there's also in the back some brew guides, so there's the Aeropress, the Chemex, the Cupping Guide, the Kalita Cantan, and the French Press Guide. So, um, yes, uh, they are £1.99. It is a bargain. Um, we are giving them away. Um, and literally we are giving them away. If you are in my mug subscriber, you may get one. We're going to kind of randomly pick out people to put some in. So uh, we hope that you enjoy. Uh, that's going to be next week, not this week. Um, and it was the night before Christmas. Mm. <laughs> On a cold, bleak, biting Christmas Eve, there was once a miserable miser of a man named Scrooge. Please, good sir, may I have some of your oh-so-tasty coffee? Bah, handbag. No! As he retired his cold heart to his cold house, Scrooge had an unexpected spectre arrive. It was the ghost of his late business partner, Jacob Marley. I'm in turbulent, torrid turmoil, Scrooge. You must change your ways, or suffer the same insufferable afterlife as me. Three ghosts will visit you in turn as the clock strikes. Listen to them carefully, or face the consequences. Marley vanished as quickly as he came, and Scrooge was left alone. Pondering the words of Marley, he settled and drifted to sleep. The clock strikes. So that is the first in a series of our Christmas card, kind of Christmas carol thing. It's become a bit of a tradition, it has been, that every year we do an animated Christmas card. And this time we're doing five of them. That is the first of the five. The next one will go live on Monday, when this goes live. So go to www.hasbeenchristmascarol.com um, and you will be able to uh, see the next instalment. And on the next instalment, I believe Scrooge gets so worried that um, he may give you an offer that will give you some money off some very special coffee. So keep an eye on that one. And that was the informative and very interesting news. So um, it is now time for the last in our focus on of Brazil.
So as I said, this is the last on the focus on in Brazil. I think we might be back in Brazil at some point because I think there's too many amazing coffees to uh, just do three of them. Um, but we have, I have and still a stinker of a cold. So I am very pleased that uh, Tulo from Carmo Estate also came to visit us and he comes and joins me here in a moment. Um, and I hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording it. So we are back and we've got another special guest. How amazing is this? We've had these special guests coming on recently. Um, tell us who you are and a little bit about the farm. So I am Tulio from Carmo Estate Farm in South of Minas. Minas Gerais in Brazil. Uh, the region is the Mantiqueira region and uh, the region is very high quality coffee yeah. wins some cup of excellence and some early contest and the farm is a family farm and we I'm running it from 76 until now okay and uh, that's it and and how much coffee are you growing on the farm? Around 200 hectares yeah. in coffee and how many bags would that be around about? Around 70,000 bags. So 70,000 bags again, another huge farm. And this is a thing in Brazil that the farms are often very big, aren't they? They're in South of Minas, this kind of farm is considered big. Yes. In other regions, not so big. It's, it's crazy. I think it's 70,000 bags and I just go, that's so much coffee. <laughs> um, what varietals do you have on the farm? Because I know that... We have the yellow bourbon, yellow catuai, yellow catucai some um, cut, uh, Ikatu and Mundo Novo. Okay, so Yellow Bourbon and Minas for me are two things that go very well together. Yes. The Yellow Bourbon is, um, well actually I'm not going to say, what do you think the difference is between the Yellow Bourbon and the Red Bourbons when you come to cup them and taste them? They say that uh, Yellow Bourbon tastes a little bit better. It's a little bit sweeter Yes. I think it's a little bit more defined and it's a little bit cleaner um, and I and particularly in Minas Gerais and particularly in um, uh, Pulp Natural I find that Yellow Bourbon and Pulp Natural for me are that marriage that it's just two perfect things coming together for them um, so on the farm do you sell all of your coffee as specialty or do you have some that is specialty and some that you sell no. About uh, half percent of the, the coffee that we produce is on the specialty. The other 50% because we have the small beans, we have the beans from the ground, we have some green beans. So this is really important, guys. Like this is this is why a good difference between a good producer and a, and a producer that just wants to make money. Some people will try and say everything's specialty, no. and no farm can produce a hundred percent specialty. Exactly. Um, it there is always going to be some coffee that isn't as amazing as the other coffees because of the terrain, because of the varietal, because of something that happened on the farm that year. You know. It's, exactly. Um, and this is something that's kind of like, okay, I'm going to sort this out as something that's going to be for that market and this is going to be for another market and, and it's really interesting. And on these big farms in Brazil, I think it's even more important that, you know, uh, your farm brand name doesn't get associated with that coffee that isn't so good, you know. You, yes, yeah. associated the name of a farm, specific farm, farm state. Yes, exactly. So, uh, you, was, you mentioned earlier about Cup of Excellence and, and, and the Illy competitions. When, when, when did you get the Cup of Excellence award? In what year was that? Uh, in this region, Mantiqueira region, yep. is now it's beginning a controlled region. Yep. Um, like 
the wines yes. regions. So like the appellations that you see in wines, you, you see exactly. you see starting to happen in Brazil. Um, and and like, do you know what? Like we deal with lots of coffee producers. Brazil is always the most professional. Like you guys know how to market coffee. You know how to find the good coffees. And also, I think a lot of that comes from you were the first country to have Cup of Excellence as well, weren't you? So to yes. find that quality. Back, Back in 99? 99. The first one, Cup of Excellence, happened in Brazil. And everybody said in 99, it's crazy. Like, yeah, what, why are you going to pay $1.20 for coffees in Cup of Excellence yeah. when you can go and buy them for, like, at the time the market was rock bottom, wasn't it? And, 99, yes. Yeah. So, you know, they're like, Brazil has always had this professional approach to finding amazing coffee and, and building relationships. Uh, and it's great that you and Aldolfo have come across and spent some time with us today and, and kind of come to see our roastery. I, I've been like a kid in a sweet shop. It's been great looking after these guys. So, uh, listen, thank you very much for joining us on camera. Thank you. And uh, what I'm going to do now is whack you guys on pause and I'm going to go and taste the coffee and then we're going to see what we think of it. Tulio is the coolest guy. I really, really like him. He, he, he was charming and interesting, and I could have talked to him for hours. So uh, the Jurina family have uh, started growing coffee in the highlands of Minas Gerais around about 150 years ago. Uh, Tulio, who you saw sitting there, um, is the fifth generation of the family to grow um, uh, to grow coffee. Um, very well known within the specialty coffee industry of Brazil. He was very humble when he was here, but he's a former president of the uh, Brazil Specialty Coffee Association and has been involved in coffee for a long time. I'm not going to tell you lots about the farm because I think Tulio did a far better job than I ever could. So uh, let's go through the numbers that it's uh, from a farm called Carmo Estate. Um, it's a... Uh, Bourbon varietal, um, it is a pulp natural, um, it is grown at 950 metres to 1,250 metres above sea level. The nearest city is Helidora, um, it's in the region of Minas Gerais which is in Brazil. Now, I know I have some coordinates for the map bit, but I don't know how it's going to work out. And how the other Brazils have gone so far, it better be good. It's the map bit. No expense spent, it's the map bit. Hello, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Why did I come from? Um, yes, we're going down to Has Been and we're going to go across to the continent of South America and we should look at the details of South America. So, um, yeah, a country we've been spending a lot of time obviously with Colombia, but six coffee growing countries, a huge population and uh, an absolutely obscene amount of land. Um, but let's go down to Brazil and look at the details of Brazil. So, um, yeah, the name, well, guess what? It's called Brazil, population of 198 million. Good quiz question though, the capital is Brasilia, not Rio de Janeiro as lots of people think, or Sao Paulo. So, this is as much information as I have is a town. I have emailed uh, Tulio, but he hasn't come back to me in time. So, um, yeah, there are the details of Carmo Estate. And this is most possibly the worst ever map. So, how was it? I hope it was good. So, uh, last time we did this, we had Aeropress. This time, we have Vietnamese coffee. I'm praying that that one doesn't go... My, my wheel of death is nearly dead. 
I have to give it a, it's resuscitated every time. So Wheel of Death Discovery, where it goes, nobody knows. It goes to Eva Solo. Okay, phew, I win again. So uh, I'm gonna whap you on pause. I'm gonna go make tasty and delicious drinks and I'll be back with you in just a second. Okay, so we are back. Uh, I am gonna dive straight into the espresso. So, you'll notice that these three coffees that we've had have all been Pulp Naturals from Brazil. And Pulp Naturals are amazing espressos. They are sweet, they are sticky, they have lots of mouthfeel. And even with my nasally cold still, it will not go. Um, I can taste the toffee, toffee, toffee. You know those um, poppets uh, that you get, that you, you kind of bite into and they're toffee and chocolate and sweet and but it is all about the mouthfeel as well. The mouthfeel is massive on it. So, into milk. If I said to you the combination of sweet milk and toffee, what would that be like? You'd go, that would be nice. And you, of course, would be right. So, so pouring my Eva Solo. Eva Solo in the brew guides. I can't remember whether they put that one in or not. Probably not. It's one of the. We do have a brew guide for the Eva Solo. In fact, I'm going to put a link on the page now so you can go and see the video for the Eva Solo brewing. I like them. I think they're fun. Um, they're a bit dirty and they're a bit muddy, but they're fun and they're very pretty items too. So as brewed coffee, it is exactly what you would expect again. Sweet. Toffee, toffee, toffee. Like, it is just so toffee. There is no other description that needed for it. It is toffee and mouthfeel and delicious. Um, and I'm gonna sit here and continue to drink this. So, um, for the t-shirt this week, um, we're gonna have a vine, a vine of the week. So this week's vine, for, actually I'm going to show you a vine first that is from Dale which shows Roland cleaning out of chaff of the roaster which was reminding me that we should do a vine because we haven't done one for a while. But the winning one actually comes from uh, Farkas Tima. Um, Farkas if you email in within the week that this video is live uh, you will get your has been in my mug t-shirt, the t-shirt that money cannot buy. Um, I would love some vines, I would love some uh, uh, screen captures, I would love um, what's the other thing you can do? Questions for Dale? Like, so please send in. This is all for you to interact in. I've had this one for a little while, uh, but I would love to get a collection of eyes. I have no more left after this one, so you would stand a very good chance of winning one of those amazing t-shirts. So, over to the Vine of the Week! And that's it, we are, we are kind of there. Um, still enjoying my Eva Solo of this beautiful coffee. Carmo is a great, great estate and um, we're very, very pleased to have secured it. So um, thank you very much for joining me as always. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee, don't you know? <laughs>